0: Alright, everybody. Uh, This is our 49th podcast live here from Regina. Uh, We do this twice, once a year. Um, This is our second annual live podcast. Uh, We have a couple of the regulars, uh, myself and Tim Wiseman. We have Adam Weber. Carrie is working the stuff in behind, and we have Jonathan Cowan as our first guest. We might have a few people rotating in and out. Um, Welcome, everybody. You're welcome, man. Hello, John. Yeah. So, we're here in Regina. Uh, We have a couple of questions here, uh, right away. Um, Nothing major, but uh, from Valentino or Jason Scaletta. Um, Two questions. One, um, what's your guys' ball of choice for the weekend? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, Obviously, mine's going to be Blue Starlines. Don't go home without them. Uh, I got a,
2: a soft roll ballistics. It's probably gonna be the to go-to, uh, either that or some
3: old comets. Uh, some old blue Olympic balls. Yeah, three, three pounds seven ounces. All uh, right, so barely
0: legal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll probably throw my cyclones, my old school cyclones. They worked really well for me last year here, um, and I brought my Comanches too, and a set of Manhattan's. So. Kind of all over the place for bowling balls. Um, his second question was, uh, "Any surprises to make the cut this year?"
4: I'll answer at once.
1: Yeah, indeed. I wonder what they're meaning really by surprises. Like, like, crazy cut? is it going to be a crazy cut? Is it going to be a oh, low yeah. cut? Is it going to be? a wonder. Right? So, well, we, we could we could do that. I mean, we could we could, we could take a guess on on. What the cut's gonna be. I, I definitely think the cut's gonna be lower than what everybody else is thinking. <laughs> yeah,
4: so okay. I, I've
1: heard a lot of, you know, 22 and a quarter, 22 and a half. So I, I actually think it's gonna be sub 2200. And uh, mm-hmm. the, these shifts are gonna be crazy long. I just don't think people are gonna be able to get in a groove. And knowing that you must get to that 2200 number, man,
3: those last games are real tough to play. I, ju- I just think the amount of people you have here, you have some really good players, mm-hmm. you have 160, 170 really good players that are playing. I think the caliber, uh, I don't know, I, I, I still think it's going to be 2200. I still think it'll be 2200, maybe like I said 22, what does it say, 2,219 or 2,215 or something like that, 2,211, I don't know. It's literally less last numbers, you can't be wrong. <laughs> 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 if I say all of them, there, then I can't be we're wrong. Wilson shoe. <laughs> yeah, at, that's 100. what I said. What about above Wilson? Um, I got him started then. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's still going to be over 2,200. I just, maybe not a whole lot like more on what you think, Adam. I just think the quality of players out there really makes a big difference.
0: Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be over 2,200 as well. Um, last year, the cut was 2,170 something. And that was the first time in three years that it was under 2,200.
1: Um, and this year, we're adding in 60 entries. So. I'm just not sure the the scoring at the center has really improved since well, last year. Well, I mean, last last
0: last Monday we had two perfect game chances going into ten. Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: I mean that's only Joel, though,
1: right?
3: So <laughs>
1: <laughs> Joel, Joel and yeah, Jeff, Yeah, who cares about that? That was also guys. the first two posts <laughs> <processes laughs> pretty much all year from yeah. Golden Mile, which I,
3: I find odd as well. But you you also understand though they had a bunch of people jump ship to uh, Glen Cairn to play on their. Wednesday night league, right? So their their Mo- Monday night scratch league is only eight teams now, okay. right? So it's it's significantly less than it used to be, right? So
5: do you know why they moved?
3: I uh, I think it's just because I I don't know. I think just the league. I think they want it's yeah, a different it's, 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 it's a, a different thing altogether. Game.
5: Right no I think
3: I think it's a four player team. It's a different kind of ha- league okay. altogether. I think that's the reason why. I don't think it has anything to do with the Super League.
5: What do you think, John? Ah.
3: Uh,
2: I don't know, it's the first time out here at the mile, so I, I don't really know what to expect. Um, obviously, I've been kind of told anything under 2250, don't feel, don't feel safe, but uh, uh, um, that's, um, that, that's kind of, it could jump anywhere from 22 to 22 and a half, there's a ton more entries than last year. More um, confidence even, in Wow. <laughs> <laughs> was tough. Yeah. Uh, definitely definitely got roasted because how hard I throw. Well uh, I, 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 I heard you just, played
3: actually well just didn't score.
2: Yeah, I, I yeah. felt I felt like I played yeah. a lot better than 19 plus whatever yeah. I had. I don't even know. Um, mm-hmm. go throw anytime we get on a double, get ready to run out of a shot and turn to aces split like yeah. it's just it was just mind boggling. And I'm apparently the only guy who can't spare them up there. I, yeah. <laughs> and second best cone. I might be I be second best Calvin, but I, okay,
3: cr- okay. I, I got him
0: crushed crush when I
2: comes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <and laughs> crush comes to I'm the
0: second best world. But you, your brother doesn't throw nearly as hard. No. as No, you. Oh, absolutely not. Right, and it's no.
2: a, a completely different
0: shot. Yeah, he'd he fall obviously. apart if he tried. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But he always played very well. plays. Yeah, he got hot. He got hot for sure. He looked, he looked pretty abysmal the first shift. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was hard to watch. But I-, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we've all been there. Oh, know? yeah. Uh, for yeah. sure. Just, like You could see it on his face. He was extremely frustrated. And I was like, You drove eight hours for this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I went home saying, You drove eight hours for this. <laughs> 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 but it's a great event, though. Right? Oh, so, it's, it's yeah. an amazing event. Um, regardless. It was a good time. That does a great job. What did they,
3: they, they have for
2: entries? Uh, one, one forty-ish. Were they they're Uh I think there was a couple that backed there just because of like double shifting, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. they
1: got pretty close overall. Amazing, sauce well. um, awesome. you know, I heard the
2: weekenders are
0: starting on Wednesday again.
5: Right away. Already, already accepting entries for next week. Okay, exactly. Probably a rifle. You're in the first weekend, or while
2: the playdowns haven't. So <laughs> absolute <laughs> genius strategy. <Yeah>. In all <laughs> seriousness, so you can see the hard work that they put
1: in. Yeah,
4: the other side. It's, I, yeah. Yeah.
0: it's yeah. always definitely front of front of mind all the time. Yeah. So it's uh, that that's super important, especially when people are having to travel long distances to go to tournaments. Being front of mind is uh, for a tournament is super important. That's for sure. Awesome. So, um, I think I'm guessing what Jason was suggesting was a uh,
3: dark horse.
0: Yeah, a dark horse to to make the cut this year. Um, maybe somebody who hasn't made the cut in I <laughs> the Island before.
5: The,
1: um, the obvious on everybody's mind is going to be Rob Wilson. <laughs> Crazy. Is he actually gonna crack through? That wasn't my first but one. It's not mine
0: either. I'm trying to think who. Uh, me, I'm who gonna I'm gonna say uh <laughs> I'm gonna say Ryan Willier. It's his first year out. Um, he's played he's played well in uh, Red Deer, and uh, other events. He's a uh, young kid from from our YBC program who's phenomenal. Um, throws the ball really hard. Super confident. Um,
3: yeah, I I think. Uh, I think that king could definitely play. Yeah. Hmm. I honestly haven't really liked at the list. I can't really say. But uh, if I did choose somebody, it'd be from somebody from my fantasy team, like uh, <laughs> Dwayne Gillardi or Brian Askin. So <laughs> if if you're listening, I, I expect some big money out of you guys. Uh, <laughs> I don't.
2: Know, I don't really have a spot to chime in. I don't know too too much. Uh, about the people who are out here, say yourself. I'd <laughs> like to say yourself. I'd, I'd like, like to not do. that I, I'd be surprised if I made the cut. Uh, but I guess maybe some people it would be. Just Dark Horse to win. Yeah,
3: maybe. Dark Horse
1: yeah. to win. bowler. Sure. sure. Yeah. Everybody starts at zero, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna jump on the on Tim's bandwagon for my fantasy team too. <laughs> and, and, and a guy who's actually been on fire recently in league, I'm actually gonna pick Derek Hall. So I I, I think. You got a weekend in you. It's been a long time since yeah. you've done it. Huge joke. I'm from Tim. Always, I'm a late ball
3: <laughs> Yeah, it's should back-to-back nines. The so thing I, is,
0: Derek. Derek just needs to get into the 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 finals on Sunday. Yeah. He's great as a match play bowler. Yeah.
3: Anything anything more than twelve games, it's over. Like it's it's close enough. It's, it's thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> No no but Derek Derek's bound to make one sooner or later. Right? He has the potential.
0: And Derek is super analytical and understands his game very well, but he needs to get out of his head too.
1: Speaking of somebody else who might be on this podcast who's doing the same thing, uh what about Kerry Craigs?
3: He's not on the podcast. <laughs> he's
1: sitting he over did, there hiding from everybody yeah, to trust me, he's here. No, he he's know, gonna hear he's, everything yeah. we say.
3: He only said it because he's here. I, I just don't <laughs> I don't <laughs>
0: consider him a dark horse. No.
3: I, I don't think a am for Three-time three champ? Oh, no, that's fair. On um, tour? Right? Yeah, one-time Regina champ?
5: No, he used to could. He's due. Uh, yeah.
3: He's due. <laughs> yeah. He has been saying lately back
0: when he was good, and the last time I heard him say that, he was um, unreal. So uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, what other questions do we get? Um, we have a question of... Uh, Boxers or briefs? Uh, I'm a boxer brief guy, in case anybody's wondering. What Cuts down on chaffage.
5: <laughs> Two under, baby. <laughs> That's right. That's right. If
0: anybody's looking for a, uh, a good boxer brief rep, it's Mark Johnstone. And I'm sure
4: he brought product. <laughs> WCBT boxers? Oh, as long as it's not the kangaroo pouch. (laughs) No,
3: they don't score.
0: (laughs) Well, the others aren't answering, so assuming that means commando.
1: (laughs) No, definitely boxers. Boxer breeze for sure. One hundred percent breeze. Yeah. Got to hold everything in place. (laughs) (laughs) Breeze? Like full on breeze? Full on
5: breeze.
2: Actually, whitey type. Is that whitey?
4: Is that like? Is that like
5: a ginger? With that aggressive slide, it's got to stay. Yeah.
2: Same thing every time. (laughs) <laughs> a pair of briefs and uh, Lululemon dress pants.
1: Do you have a lucky pair? I have a lucky pair. No.
2: Mm. Oh.
1: Does all, anybody have a lucky pair? They mother? all kind back, of hit the same. Back to the superstition side. Absolutely. Yeah. I got. Yeah. Kind of really? yeah, I got a combo. Yeah. I like, got like four or five different. Well, yeah. of the same boxer. But yeah, <laughs> no, it's, done, it's like, the like same shit on sale. Interesting.
0: interesting. Sock colors gotta be the
1: same. I just buy really the
0: same brand.
2: Same one brand. that's comfortable.
0: Mm.
2: <laughs> Any big superstitions you got? Any big superstitions? Um, I, I try to buy, when I buy balls, either two different colours or one that has a identifying marker and I'll throw one first on the right lane one first on the left lane. Mm. Just kind of mix
1: it up. Anything mm-hmm. superstition?
3: I have a ton. <laughs> I always uh, we'll put my left shoe and my left sock on first before the other ones. Always white socks, if you know a frame you from Edmonton. Uh, white socks all day, uh, yeah. I, I, I'm all wearing sandals. All wearing. Sa- I'm wearing socks and sandals. Yeah, I don't have a no problem with. that. I have no chill. Um, there's a lot of different ones I have, but those are just my couple of the other ones. I don't want really to get too much into it, because <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> True. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so highly of yourself. I,
0: I feel uh, like I'm losing superstitions at this point. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like I, I've even like. Stopped resetting pins all the time, and like I'll, I'll reset them every once in a while if I feel like it. But hell, my my shoelace has been coming untied all the time lately. I've stopped caring. i literally we show up throwing with my shoes untied. I was like, oh well, I guess I'll tie this up after the shot. I look down and be like, it's untied. Oh well.
5: Does it go over the line? <laughs> well, nope. Something I like got.
0: Yeah, you yeah. yeah, I don't know.
5: Clearly <laughs> flustered, Wally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're right. It did. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I, I feel like I'm kind of losing superstitions at this point, which is, I don't know if good or bad or what, but, yeah.
4: Interesting. Yeah. I got a question for you guys. Right. Two over here. Um, now that you're not running a tournament, you know, you're bowling at a center that's away from your hometown, away from where you guys work. How do you guys feel about going into tournaments where you're not having to worry about that stuff? <clears throat> you're not having to worry about everything overall. Way better. Yeah.
0: Uh, just just going into this event, even even today, I'm like, for the first time in a long time, I feel actually like relaxed, mm-hmm. like a, away from everything. So, um, it's nice going into a center where I can actually just focus on throwing my shot and uh, and not worrying about everything else going around. I don't know if that's good or bad, because mm-hmm.
5: seem to work at TPC. Yeah, no,
0: I, I'm I'm very conditioned to just bowling distracted because. Yeah. Um, but then, then again, I think that's that's kind of built into my style, where I, I spend three seconds thinking about what I'm doing behind the lanes and going up and just throwing. There's no there's no thought process once I get up on the lanes. It's just go, think about like maybe one or two triggers while I'm going, and the, mm-hmm. and the, and that's about it. But um, yeah, conditioning, uh, being distracted is almost a good thing for me at times, which is why I talk to people
3: nonstop. Um, but yeah, otherwise, uh, I'm um, good about it. Yes, yes and no. I'll be honest with you. Uh, it's, maybe a little bit, it's more unique than anything, because we're around other things. Uh, We're a little bit more busy and whatnot. Um, But uh, I've always said even even though we really enjoy these events, um, now it's become more of a a second job a lot of the ways, because a lot of us are here. We have our own routines in the mornings. We have everything else like that. Um, So we have to do a little bit more like that. Like, Like Dexter said, a lot of my game is, we're used to distractions. We're used to, I'm used to doing something on the lanes, running back behind the counter, do something, do something over there. and It's a little bit different when you have a little bit more time on your hands, you're not worried about everything else. Um, uh, And I'll be honest with you, I love my dear mother a lot, but uh, she stresses me and Dexter at least me a lot, just because when we're bowling, she will ask us, doesn't matter where the hell we are, it's like, okay, uh, I got this problem, Um, I'm on on the lane, it's like but it's like you worry about that a little bit, right? Well
0: no, I I, I, I worry about her in a completely different way. Yeah. You're worried about the lane side. I'm worried about her. She she works she's like sixty four years old, yeah. almost sixty four years old. Yeah. She's had heart conditions, she's got knee problems, um, she's got thyroid problems like this. She's got tons of it. And then she'll put in like yes, you know 15, 16, <laughs> 17 hour <laughs> days, and uh, it's it's a it's a ton of stress on yeah. her and her mind and her body. And so I worry about her in that aspect. I
3: don't I don't care about her asking me to the. Mind you, I, we have to thank her, like our committee, because they really took a lot. Yeah. Because last year wasn't that bad at all. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah yes, absolutely. I I'm excited to play it. Um, to be honest with you, I just don't know what I'm going to do with my downtime because I'm not playing all four shifts. I swear to God, I'm going to carry a. Like, carrier, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder
4: what you're gonna do. You know, <laughs> uh, carry her there. One time. Come on. Yeah. John, I got a question for you then. Uh sorry, do you want to carry? Nope. Uh John, so I saw you practicing last week, you came down to Hamilton, I think it was on Tuesday. Um, you were throwing a lot slower ball, right? And they went into Timmons you threw really hard, you said to yourself you weren't scoring properly. Uh you came back, you went to Hamilton, you threw some smaller or uh slower balls. Are you gonna try that approach this weekend or are you gonna go back to the fireball?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the game plan is probably just go with what's worked and uh, just have that as like a backup plan. Okay. of play so it as like a secondary line if, if I need to. If I find myself getting roasted um, or just not getting where I need it to go then maybe give it a shot. Uh, the slower shot's still definitely not 100% where I want it to be um, with regards to timing and, and things like that. Uh, but I have confidence if I need to go to it that it'll, it'll work. Is there more in one than the other? Uh, well, I mean, I've been throwing as hard as I can for most of my life, so yeah. obviously okay. there's going to be more comfort just in the, the reps there. Um, but even just, just bringing out the slow shot, I found that, you know, it's still stayed in in the middle for the most part, and that's kind of the key to scoring, just put it on the side.
4: So you feel like the harder shot's still going to work probably here? I think the harder shot will still work,
2: but even if I go to the slower shot, it's still 40, 45 kilometers. Yeah. Like, it's, not, it's not slow by any stretch. That's my max.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even hit 40, so... Adam. Um, yes, sir. Um, you know you're not playing league this year. Yeah. Have you been out practicing since lately? Like, I, I know in the last po- couple co- podcasts, they haven't been talking about it as much. But have you been out at all? Throwing some games, maybe throwing a, a short park or party deal. Like, have you gone to different centers? Like, what's your what's your mindset? What's your yeah, game yeah. plan going in?
1: No, I I definitely get out as much as I can. It, it's usually well, unfortunately, the only time you guys have Lanesville was Thursday afternoon, so. Uh, I'll I'll never throw games in a practice session. It, it really is totally irrelevant to me what the score is when I'm throwing. It's, it has no bearing of what I'm going to do in an actual competition. Um, for me, I try to get a feel. So especially this this uh, you know last month or so has been pretty difficult in, in my game. Uh, so I've been really trying to get that kind of mechanical feel uh, back into it and. I think I did the last session. Um, I figured out, I think where the issue was. Now it's just a matter of executing. But yeah, no, I I get out, uh, about once a week.
4: Speaking of which then, Adam, we we know you had some struggles in the open. We know you didn't make it. Um, one of the top players in Canada, no doubt. Um, does that play a role in your mind when you're coming to this next tournament?
1: It it really did the first couple weeks after. Uh, I I was, I was mad.
4: Yeah.
1: Right. I'm not used to that feeling. It's, uh, uh, I was waiting for motivation to kick in, and I think motivation finally kicked in about a week week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, just to get back at it. Uh, knowing the game's still there, it, it, it's just a matter of changing the mindset. Uh, I knew exactly what the issue was. Now it's just a matter of finding what the correction to that issue was. So I'm uh, coming in really confident, really motivated obviously to get the you know the train back on the tracks. and uh, yeah know I, I feel
4: good this week. It's good to hear. Dex, we know you've had some struggles here at Regina in the past. Um, there was some times where like you weren't willing to come sometimes even right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So last year you d- you had some success here. And the year before. And the year before that. That's right. Now, do you feel like with those last two years that you've really you know maybe snowballed or re- maybe like the train's rolling now like here you're, you're gonna be okay? Like, do you feel like you did something different as well? Like. Uh,
0: actually, the, the biggest thing mm-hmm. is uh, yeah I feel one hundred percent good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, the confidence level for uh, executing this weekend is. is Absolutely fine. Um, the The biggest struggle that I used to have here was that um, the approaches were so quick when I first started coming here that I actually my, my right foot wouldn't even stay planted on the lanes, um, and I, I ended up switching shoes. Um, two years ago, I went to the uh, the storms over the Dyna-Rose. Um The Dynaroos I absolutely loved, but the uh, the storms or the Dexter's the sister company, um, the the right foot the rubber is way grippier and I can actually stay on my feet and I feel comfortable, um, it's the first time, and actually uh, I sprained my ankle really bad a couple of years ago too and it moved me up and I slowed straight down uh, with my approach and uh, yeah, um, since then I I have complete comfort on the approaches, um, so that that's the biggest thing for me, especially coming here, so um, pinfall has never been an issue, it's just been getting it. So it's been a slide for you more Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, I could actually finish my shot and stay aggressive and uh, that's that's really important. Which actually kind of comes to question I want for you. Um, when you're when you're going from that high speed to that lower speed, um, did you notice that it's it's difficult to finish a shot? Are you still accelerating to the to the uh, follow through, or you, do you find you decelerate and, and lose some of that
2: shot? What um, do you know? The two like I, I have a completely different mindset entirely. I'm just out there hucking. It's get into the pocket, let the pins blow up. Something's gonna happen, and for the most part, it does. Um, you know, it, it seemed to work for the last few years. It's really found its stride this year. Uh, but now, taking it down a notch, now I find myself I gotta finish this. I gotta put rotation on it because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get that bust. Um, and it's, it's like completely different mindset. Uh, I find I get away with a lot more with trying to focus on rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she, she, the margin she, she. of error is a lot bigger. And uh, you know, mm-hmm. if I don't get the bust, then it's just gonna make us better
0: absolutely. Yeah,
1: is there something specific that you're trying to do to slow down? Like is it the approach, is it uh, maybe a shorter backswing, like what what is it?
2: Uh, for now it's pretty much keeping all the mechanics the same, it's just not not so aggressive on the slide coming through, don't give it all I have, um, to just keep it in the center. Okay. Uh, for years people have been saying, oh, you throw so hard the ball's not going to go anywhere, and it's lasts a little bit, the mind says, well why don't I just keep it in the middle and don't give it a chance to go anywhere. Um, but now I'm slowing down, If I can kind of get it doing the same thing every time, I mean, work on getting that rotation, it's, it's going to end up being a lot better long term, because uh, you can't throw 50, 55,
4: or what.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, triples we're going into tonight, uh, you guys are all playing, correct? Yes. Okay, we're all playing. What is your team tonight, and how do you feel about your team? Like, what maybe like led to the team being formed, and uh, how do you guys feel about it? So Dex, we'll start with you.
0: Uh, I'm playing with, uh, Sam and Dwayne Jolani. Um, super excited to play with them. Uh, high energy, great, great people. Um, it was just uh, a message out of nowhere asking if I would be willing to play, and absolutely, yeah. Um,
5: as somebody that's played with both of them on doubles, they get a little heavy, so you make sure you have a strong back (laughs) to carry all right. I'm glad I started hitting
0: the gym again. So, uh, yeah. Going to be holding up the jewelry tonight. Okay.
3: <laughs> Timmy? Uh Well, it's a funny story. If you heard back from previous podcasts, uh, Carrie's a little butthurt about this. But uh, Adam decided to take his uh, his talents elsewhere. South Beach. It's a South Beach. Hashtag yeah. yeah. loyalty. <laughs> There's no loyalty here. But that being said, I, you know what? Carrie and I haven't made a cut. Uh, we dropped Aaron, and I think it was still a great great drop. I mean, Aaron just led weight for us at that point. But I love you, Aaron. Um, He's on the open team. But that being said, uh, we have something to prove. We have a little bit of revenge. Uh, Apparently. You've been
0: trying to prove something for like seven
3: years. (laughs) No, no, no. We used to be good. Um, Mitch Mitch and Greg used to have Taylor on that team. They were talking about having Taylor on that team. So ironically, they ditched Taylor and they picked up Adam. So we picked Taylor up on our team. Um, You know what? Taylor uh, will speak for himself and probably speak for the team. Uh, t- Taylor will be our vocal, and I'm, I'm, you know what? I think he's a better, more clutch player right now than Adam. So we're we're okay. Yeah, we're okay.
4: This is a serious podcast, guys. No more <laughs> jokes,
3: hey. Eh? <Yeah.
5: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Bob O'Kage and Mike Herbert, a couple guys. A couple uh, Ontario boys. Ontario, um, you know, just. Going out, gonna have a good time, yeah. throw, throw some balls. Yeah. Bob threw a perfect game here yeah? last year. Two years ago, Bob threw a $15,000 perfect game. So, I mean, um, you're playing with a veteran out there. Well, that's it, right? They're I mean, yeah. gonna lead the way, and, and I'll just strike along. She,
4: Mike Herbert was the other one? Sorry? Herbert, yeah. Oh, that'll be yeah. fun. Um... <laughs> 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 In all seriousness, in all seriousness, about all my I think last week he may have found his game. He had been struggling a little bit going into like uh, this this season, and I think last weekend, watching him and Timmons, um, the aggressiveness of his shot—we all know he throws a really aggressive shot as begin, uh, to begin to begin with—but um, I think he may have found it, and uh, you could be maybe riding the coattails of that tonight, uh, John. Definitely could be getting you there, Adam.
1: <laughs> well, first, first of all, uh, did we make money? We did. Did we actually make money? The first year. Yeah, I mean yeah. No, no, no. Us. We didn't make money. So
3: you guys were out. <laughs>
1: oh <God>. that's, that's, <laughs> that's,
3: Sorry, that's, that's So what Adam, Adam so you're telling it, me it's a cutthroat. You're telling game. me it's not about playing with friends, it's about money. No, it's all about, like you guys
1: are all about loyalty. And yes, I like loyalty <sighs> too. But uh no, I I like the money side of it. Yeah, that's fine. You
3: so know that, what? I, honestly, I, I have a chance to I play. I was good in twenty sixteen, maybe twenty seventeen. Carry was about the same time. Are you sure? Yeah, you're on the your <laughs> turn. You can't even make an open team on Alberta. Berta. So So you know what, Mitch Mitch, you're you you're buying low right now, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So that's, that's good for you. <laughs> know, quite,
1: quite, a, quite honestly, I, yeah. I I had a chance to yeah. there were two people. Number one that were on my top, like, four, cool. yeah, yeah, if you guys for... remember from our, our, our previous podcast when we wanted to kind of get, like, our dream yeah. team type thing, right? So, I got so much respect for Mitch, I got so much respect for Grazia. Yeah, that's uh, a good team. Uh, other than his crap performance last, you know, week in that because <laughs> he not win, it's his own damn <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't understand but, uh, no, it's uh, plus, uh, there's a lot of money potential there, too, so yeah. uh, those guys are clutch yeah. and i uh, Hoping they carry my ass. I that, thought that's pretty what yeah, no, no, no. I think
3: of so. I don't blame you. We just we have a point to prove that. Uh, you know what? Wow. twelfth 12 place is not so bad too. So. <laughs> oh, that's sixteen, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's not. Last year, last <laughs> yeah, year. Can need
1: that be an improvement? No, no no. <laughs> well,
3: no. no, no. We, we were else, right? we were we were fourteenth and then thirteenth. So twelfth looks real good right now. That's exactly Yeah, yeah.
5: So there you go. Six more years, you get the money. Um, so there was a question brought up Um, what advice do you guys can give to um, the newer players that are coming out on tour to control their nerves
3: (laughs) yeah alcohol will Will help (laughs) Uh. honestly uh, I hate to say it experience obviously really does help that that aspect Uh, if you're not nervous I I really have a hard time playing because I don't think if you're not nervous you really don't have the the feeling or want to, to do well, right? In um, my personal opinion. But I, I also think um, pre-shot routine, getting in the same routine every time you watch a lot of the players. Um, I know Adam we, we, we harp on being so slow, but Adam has a great routine, right? And he has the same thing. Um, breathing, obviously I breathe through my elbows, apparently to Mitch. So yeah. Like, uh, you, yeah you breathe out of your elbows? <laughs> 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 so,
5: yeah, don't yes. hear the thing no, about
3: it. what everybody else is doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, honestly, you just play your own game. You know, have a beer, relax a little bit. Um, use your practice. Use your practice. You
0: know, spend your time in your practice to, to find what's going to work for you and, and to find a rhythm and find a routine that's going to work for you. Um, don't be afraid to spend plenty of time up there trying to find something. Um, so, yeah, de- <laughs> definitely use that warm up time. That's your practice time. That's super important because um, that that first ball's
1: gonna matter, right? So yeah, just come come in with the right mindset. don't don't expect everything to happen now. Because yeah. I think if you start chasing the game, that's when you start pushing yourself further and further behind okay. that game. So yeah, kind come, come in with the right mindset, you know, get positive, get confident. Get out there, you know, get your practice slides in, get comfortable, and then just go play.
3: Yeah, the hardest part for me is you. You look at all these people talking about the cut. I need to shoot twenty-two hundred. I need to shoot twenty-one ninety or whatever. Don't even worry about that. If you can play your game, you'll label able to score. And you'll be there at the end. Of the day. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, what,
0: everybody's gonna have a good game. Everybody's gonna have a bad game, and you, you can shoot a, you can shoot a two twenty or a two ten and like be upset about it or you can like shoot a 220 or 210 and come out the next game and shoot a 320 and then you know be right back on pace so um the scoring is there you just gotta you trust that and, and come back when you if you have a bad game and, and go from there but uh it's a uh, eight games a long time and uh, things could turn around really quick we've seen lots of people shoot 1300 before um you, you know
4: your game could turn around really quick so uh just keep trying i got a question for you guys then. Um, so TPC started this trend, and now it seems that Regina has now picked it up. How do you guys feel about the two-shift max, maybe, choice? Um, so for the listeners that don't know, uh, Regina now picked it up where they were giving you your first two shifts until February 10th, and then after that, they were implementing you wherever you wanted. So I, myself, Mitch, uh, Mitch Davies, had four shifts, and I had to pick two shifts for my priority, and then I happened to get into the other two shifts. So I'm now in for all four, but they were giving you a priority sequence. how do you guys feel about that? Texas story um, I think it's an absolute necessity. Uh, we're at the point in this at the tour where we're
0: maxing out almost every shift um, to the point where even at TPC we added in a fifth shift just to try to accommodate people. Um, the, the best thing that we have going for all these events is the sheer numbers of individuals that are coming. Um, and with that being said, we need to have space for those individuals, otherwise they will stop coming. Um, so if we want to have you know, the double shifters or the triple shifters, um, it's hard for people to come out knowing that they only have one opportunity to play um, just based on the number of ventures that we have. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important that we do create space for all these people because um, we need the support. And if we don't do that, I don't know if we'll continue to have the
4: support. Now, Dex... That was your proprietor answer. <laughs> so let's get your player answer as well. Like, and we're talking that's serious a, here. Not, that's just player. Yeah, answer. That's my that's player. Right? We're so, the same answer. But, right? So, but the, the hard
0: part is, is like, I, I've been so invested in both sides of that. For the right. Absolutely. That, that uh, as a, as a player, I'm totally okay with that too. Mm. Um, the more that we could do to promote this game, and the more we could do to get more people involved in the game, is better for the game overall. And that, that's outside of being a proprietor. That, that's that's probably misconception of that school. <laughs> That's probably more of a a board member or sure. an association a member sort of answer. Yeah. But the more that we can get people involved and in seeing this side of the game, the better it is for us long term. So I I will gladly
4: give up shifts to
0: have more people involved. Yeah. I'm
4: gonna no I'm gonna let all you guys talk there for a second, and then I'm gonna ask another question about the same topic. Okay, okay. Um,
3: I think it's I think it's a good alternative. Um, again, like Dexter talks about. You know, we want to make sure everybody has a chance to play a shift. Um, I, I think, you know, I started the tour five years ago. I don't think we would ever think it would be an issue like this. Um, yeah. And it's a great problem to have. Um, that being said, I know Mitch is going to come back and be like, well, my money is just as good as their money. And I know exactly that. But you know what? At the end of the day, Mitch puts down four shifts, and he's only going to need two of them. Okay. Right? And then now we have two shifts open, right? Mitch is not guaranteed to play $800 worth of shifts. Right, right. It, it, you are probably guaranteed one, two, maybe. I've never seen Mitch triple shift before. I have. I know it's a, but it, it doesn't happen often, right?
4: Yeah, um, I'll finish today. Right, and I,
3: and I think I think two shifts is plenty. Um, well, not plenty. I mean, if you're some other people, but I I think two shifts is fair. And then if there's other options out there, you know, if you can add in an extra shift on a Saturday afternoon. Or a Saturday morning, where you want to do all four, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think next year, obviously with TPC, we're gonna probably do a, the fifth shift in the morning again. Um, I think that's gonna be a bit bigger. And I'm, and again, it's not to overflow the entries. It's basically to kind of make because we're gonna be six, seven, eight-hour shifts this weekend. It's just to make those shifts a little bit easier for all everybody playing.
4: So, Jack, John, you going into this weekend is your first time or second time at a WCBT event? Uh, you're only guaranteed those two when you're first walking in. Um, do you feel like maybe you're hindered or behind the eight ball a little bit? Like, Do you find if you were only to get those two shifts in, would it be worth it for you to come? And I'm, that's just a serious question. Uh,
2: yeah, it's still worth it to come, 100%. There's, there's no events like this, uh, and I mean, that's where you get the numbers from. These events are, are just that good. Uh end of the day, you only need one shift to qualify. You may, you may as well make the best of it. That's the, the right you, attitude to have for sure, you need that second shift. You go know, and you, you go get aggressive. Don't mm-hmm. worry about not having a third shift possibly because you know there's those people who have signed up for two, three shifts and they're they're taking a queue. Um that may not need it as well, right? So there's there's always the possibility, but uh the more you throw the less you leave it to chance. <laughs> <laughs> the less you have to leave it to chance? Yeah, um, no, absolutely. You're correct. Then it becomes less of an issue. Um, I know <laughs> Probably more so an issue for myself than any of the guys here. That's good. You know, I'm out. I'm a $500 supply here. No, no, no. no. If we're, the, we're
3: 1500
4: just looking into it. Right? Yeah, right. everybody in this room is in the same boat,
3: right? Like, yeah. we all had to pay to get here and we all had to pay to be here and play yeah. to, pay to play. The difference, I mean, uh, you guys should probably play a third and fourth shift. Me personally, I, I have a, a personal thing. It's like I don't play more than two shifts because um, of pride. Uh, well, I, I, I don't. I don't want to be that person that, that, like, if I don't have it in two shifts, I'm not going to get it in three shifts. But, but my, mine
0: mindset has changed too. I mean, we we used to have three three shifts only in in all the events. Three right. shifts only. Yeah, we did. So you know, playing three shifts was almost unheard of, um, and and nowadays like it's not because we have four, we have five events, you know, or five shifts, you know. Um, that's changed. But I mean, having only two shifts, guaranteed is. For me, not a big deal because at the end of the day, that that's all we would have ever played before, when we only had three ships, anyways. Um, right?
1: any Adam, how do you feel? I don't know. I, I get a couple thoughts on it. I, I, I got to mirror what these guys are saying. In the current atmosphere of uh, the, the player pool that's out there, uh, the potential to have like maximum ships at all these. You no, know, at some point you got to prioritize because every single one of those players that are making the trip has to have that opportunity to play. Now, the one thing that I I could see down the road, um, and and I know obviously the Western Tour is going really good right now, Uh, you know, potential of maybe an Eastern Tour down the road type thing. Uh, What happens if uh, all of a sudden we've got the numbers where it's like a one shift max or maybe a two shift Mm -hmm. max? Do we Mm -hmm. drop it to a single shift? Uh, Does it bring additional legitimacy to the event, Uh, such as like a PGA Tour event, right? I I don't know. I, I, I mean, th- that that would that would drop our entries by a hundred. Uh, no, for sure. But like that's that's
0: twenty thousand dollars. But to win a title
1: at that level on a single ship, everybody's on a single ship. Does it make that title worth a little bit more? Probably. but know.
0: but it but it makes it way harder for people to make their money back. No, a yeah. thousand percent. And at yeah. that point, we lose the tour because we, we if people don't have the money or the opportunity to make that money back, they stop coming. Yeah. Right. So um, that. That gets really tough, but I know I know that's what Duckpin does, right? Duckpin only has a, a one uh, one shift, one shift max. Right? That's correct.
4: When you're playing a pro tour there in DPBA, uh, they only give you one chance, and that is the tough part for us. As even Southern Ontario players, where we drive eight hours to go to the closest tournament, they're all eight or nine hours. Um, we're only playing one shift, and if you don't play well, you don't perform. Um, you go home, like you're done. You know what I mean? So. Uh, that's why, like the ten pin, where you can all three days. The squads. Yeah. The yeah. Um, now the thing is about duckpin, and I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna sound maybe a little bit derogatory, whatever. Um, when you're playing here at the WCBT, you play the talent level that's far above and beyond superior to what you're playing in a duckpin tournament. Okay. So you see Walt come out. Walt's the best of their best of their players. Okay. Um, they have another five waltz. That's about it. And, I'm, and I don't mean this to sound rude or anything like that, but when I go down there to a duckling tournament, I've missed one cut in 15. Odds are you're going to make it because the talent level is just not there. When you come to a WCBT event, the talent is far, is the best in the country. So, so yeah, you know, you do need sometimes two shifts. It doesn't matter how good you are.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, now, the question I did have to back this one up was Tim said it pretty perfect was... Really? Yeah, it actually was, It
3: was pretty perfect. Um, I already
4: knew I talked to him before. <laughs> not, only, not only is the question not only is the question like how is this person's two hundred dollars any better than my two hundred dollars because there is no discount for your second shift. What about those premium? Eh? The word the word I want to use right here is premium, um, not players, but premium people because. You guys know as well as anybody else when someone walks in your door and they're willing to play four shifts and they're going to spend five or six hundred dollars at your bar, they're going to spend X amount of dollars at your center. You know that person is worth more than than maybe that one shifter. And I'm, uh, and how, oh, that, sure. maybe that's the wrong way to say it. No, maybe yeah, that's the wrong you're, way. To say it. You're not going into it. You're not maybe
3: you're not going into a teaching masters bringing your own water bottle in. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, but I I I I, 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 I I totally get that though. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're, in, but um, you have to be unbiased about the situation, I think, right? Yeah. So, uh, at the at the end of the day, you're just another bowler compared to Mark Johnson, yeah. and Mark, and I not mean, guarantee could, that somebody's actually going to yeah. do. that. Well,
1: well, could you there. have a, a I, preference built into a WCBT tour membership? For sure, good. Be be, uh, that or that could be might get priority. Yeah. Now, yeah. that, yeah. no, that yeah. would make more
0: sense, right? Go ahead. The, the the difference for me, I think, is that uh, you know what we have we have people that might play three or four shifts. Um, and we have people that might play one shift, but those those three or four shifters may start out, have started out at one point as that that Single one shifter, switch. right? And if we and don't allow them to play, then they may not become those people because of, of bitterness or just uh, the the inability to actually get to the events. Um, mm-hmm. So I do really think that, that they they should at least get an opportunity. Okay. okay. Uh, do you guys feel any different than that?
1: Uh, Adam, John? No. No, no. I I think everybody needs to be able to have the chance for at least one. I like yeah. the fact uh, based on the space and everything that we've got here. I, I think it's not unreasonable to, uh, to offer you know a minimum of two shifts per. Uh, but uh, beyond that, I mean, yeah. maybe maybe there could be a shift per But it, it wasn't like silly. common when I was up. No, but no, like
3: nobody did. Three but but, it's but the silliest thing was on to another
5: level. Well, right? yeah, yeah I know. So, it's
3: it's 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 so d- d- go ahead, Go ahead, Tim. But you know, honestly, back in the day, when everybody talks about back in the day, right? Yeah, I hate that. The biggest center we play on tour is 20 lanes, right? We used to play a 48 yeah. lane, lane center for Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. KG was bigger, right? What was KG? 20? No, no, 20, 24? 32. 34. 30, 30, uh, no, 30 30 right, 20, right. 20, and, then, and, then, and, then, and then 24. And then you had yeah. Chinook that was 32, right? I mean, you got to play in bigger centers. Mm-hmm. If we we're playing in bigger centers, then this wouldn't be an issue. It's not an issue but, I mean, it's fair to like a 60 lane center like Gold mal- last to so, have uh, Huge entries so, and hey guys, you know what? We're too big for you. We're gonna move on. Like it's it's a tough
4: thing, right? It's like how do you how do you forget? Well, it out, this right? is this is it, Tim. And yeah. every league boarder that you have, you guys know these stats, okay? Every league boarder you have is basically worth five hundred dollars to your center per year, right? No, it's our week algorithm so it's a little bit more. <laughs> right, right. <I'm> gonna
3: <laughs> Oh, so e yes, five, five,
0: five gouges, oh, that right. <laughs> membership would pay for all. Why, all that. why would we ever call in an association? <laughs> Anyways,
4: <all laughs> <the> board members. <laughs> Every person that you're able to get at one yes. of these WCBT events, if you're talking 160 different people, that, that player pool might be worth sixty dollars a person. Yeah. Talking lineage, talking pops, drinks. Food, whatever. So, every person you can get into your center as a proprietor is definitely beneficial to you.
0: Um,
4: as far as the WCBT goes with maybe our shift premium, I think we run into an issue there where Carrie doesn't run these centers. And uh, Kerry, the president, sorry, just to bring that up again. Carrie's uh, Kerry, the president. Uh, he doesn't run these centers. He doesn't really have the maybe the input that. Could be said to the to those centers, right? Yeah. shift premiums. they're going to pick up the players. Where I was going with that, they're going to pick up the players. Amount that they can get, mm-hmm.
3: yeah, yep. right. M- M- Mitch, we're the only like this is the problem with five pin bowling in general. Mm-hmm. We're, we're one of the few sports that are not using public facilities private facilities, and it's run by dollars and cents. It's not run by the sport, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're we're always going to have that issue, um, but I always said this from the beginning when we took over TPC. From Collinwood, it was nothing as Collinwood. Um, we had we had all had a- we had the drive mark, and everybody else wanted to make it really good. Um, we looked at the dollars and cents; it was three dollars a line, and I was like, "Well, how do we make this better?" Well, we better be doing our work on yeah. our end to promote it to our bowlers because at the end of the day, if we want to make that money, we're not sitting back and bitching and complaining about it, right? Nowadays, you walk in, everybody's sticking around because they're playing doubles, triple, quad, mm-hmm. shifting, food, drinks, everything. We're making money. Way better than we used to. We're actually making, profit, we can profit off it and we want to stay on it. And we're happy with it, right? But it, it goes both ways, right? Um, right I, I know our seniors, I know our seniors and all our league bowlers. We have the, the YBC, sorry, not YBC, the WCBT mixer on all our monitors and they love it. They are like, hey, are you guys bowling? So they come out TPC and they watch, right? It, it's, about, it's about building a brand in our center um that love this event, right? So I think when we host the tour finals, yeah. I hope to have a lot more people there just because I think we we have the excitement on it, right? And uh um yeah, I think uh, yeah, so buy tickets from us guys, we <laughs> want you there. Yeah. <laughs> don't get don't don't that <laughs> cheap. <laughs> I,
5: I feel like this is a part in the interruption moment, but uh Doug Clark just time chimed in. KG was 24 lanes, so you guys are just aware. That's the air yeah, yeah. section I right said. there. Because <laughs> he's old. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, no, there's no way that he actually remembers KG. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll just do a, a plug really quick. We'll continue with the podcast. We're not going to cut it off. We'll continue talking until we run out of topics. But the WCBT is live streaming, so people that want to watch, you can just go to wcbtour.ca catch the live streams there. And the Regina Classic does have, I do believe, six, six sets running on their website, which you can find through WCBtour.ca or on the Golden Mile website. Unfortunately, I don't know the website.
3: GoldenMileBowling.com.
5: Yeah, <laughs> under, yeah, under the tournament section. Yeah, for sure. And they have the live streams already up, set up, so you can click in when the bowling starts. It does start tonight. You can watch Trios. Or first qualifying shift is at 8:30 in the morning. I do believe.
3: Super, yeah, super yeah. slick too, right? They even have the, the Cubicle Live system. Live Scoring on there, yeah. so you can watch one of the live feed and one of the live scoring. So.
5: And uh, Doug Doug is showing a little upset that you guys are calling him old, and he doesn't remember
3: anything. Well, he's almost look at him. He's gray haired, almost 50. Right? <laughs> <laughs> is he cooking breakfast, Saturday, <laughs> I do not know he's gonna last seven games tonight. <laughs>
4: Um you have any more? Yeah, I do. Uh <laughs> I'm, I'm great at this. Um <laughs> <laughs> What are <hunt> you great at? Anyways. Um Okay, you guys gave me you guys tried to give me your dark course on making the cut. Now you can't pick anybody in this room, but let's give me, let's give me your pick and you on winning the tournament Adam. will start at you. I know you would love to pick yourself and I know and I know you'd love to pick uh, Julie over here, but Let's go with uh, someone who's maybe not in this room that you would think that could have a great opportunity
1: Oh boy um, Well, I think the, the obvious who's most definitely not a dark horse is Brad Yeah, no dark horses It's just uh, who you think has got no, a good I, chance. I, 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 I the, the, the guy's is so good, especially at this center, with the atmosphere, he's, he's so good. Um, I, I could also see the potential of Kevin Clark. Okay. Well. I, I think he's due for for a run here as well, and this is the
4: center to do it. Two hometown guys. One uh, one's also won the event before. Kevin's definitely gone deep multiple times. Runner up. Yeah. Runner up, that's correct. Uh, John, I know you don't know a lot of people here, um, but you could definitely tell me, someone that you maybe know or someone from the crew that's coming in here, um, give me your thoughts. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I like
2: Taylor Michelle. I like Taylor think there was a good shot. There was yeah. a lot of blocks. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that, that if he plays well. If he plays well. That probably means the power shot plays well. And uh,
3: that means good things for me.
4: Taylor's definitely uh, one of the top players from the east side, uh, from Thunder Bay. Um, Timmy?
3: Honestly, it is no joke. So I think Dwayne Gill already breaks through. It's about time he breaks through. He's, he, he's getting close. He uh he's a workhorse, right? He'll keep he keep plugging along. He he has a good mindset, I think, and uh, we know for a fact that Manitoba is going to bring out all their fans this weekend. So That's it's usually every year, <laughs> so so he's going to have he's going to have the rooting <laughs> and the cheering and the and the support. So I think the uh, biggest asset is his confidence right now. Like, wow well, yeah, every he, every event. Dwayne, 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 Dwayne honestly is one of the strongest things not being rude. He's always been confident guy, right? Yeah, and and I think I think he, and, he ble- and he believe any believes in himself and I think um I think it's about time he breaks through. I think honestly. I, think I really know
4: hard. that he they just had their new open, new revised yeah. open. Did did he play guys? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't, yeah, I didn't look, look at the team. scores. Playing. How did you? I mean, made team. Yeah. Along with the other five guys. <laughs> Okay, John, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you <wanna> out. <laughs> yeah, okay, so he did really well. He still made the team. Okay, uh, is that your only pick, baby? You got another one there, Tim?
3: Um, Thanks, well, I, honestly like and Does I'm not he's you? on my fantasy team. Okay. Uh, but, but, no, but Matt harms, too. Matt Matt throws a lot of strikes. Yeah, I just and if any and, yeah. and, and, and no, if he's running hot, yeah. I think Matt can have a chance too. Yeah, right. Really I mean, runner-up, runner-up to tour finals. Like you just never know with him, right? And mm-hmm. You a lot of guys. Yeah.
0: Dex. Uh, I definitely agree with Brad Mohns. Uh, really, really hard to Get your discount him. This is fantasy. Team, uh, it, it is also my fantasy. <laughs> <team>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've seen uh, great. Greg to grass. I've seen a open.
3: Yeah. Like, yeah. True. I'm gonna say uh,
0: like Matt Taransky. Matt Taransky definitely making his return. I think he hasn't been here in two or three seasons. Matt, two guess. seasons for sure. It's been a while. I haven't seen him at a, in many of the cash events at all in the last two years. So, at one you know,
4: point, uh, I do believe three years ago he was the top qualifier here at Regina, actually, yeah. and multiple times he's been in a top five for qualifying. So yeah. uh, he's definitely a player from Winnipeg who can who can get it done. Yeah. I gotta get my. I got. I gotta go. Doug yeah. Clark. I gotta go. Doug Clark. You guys are crazy, man. That guy's gonna win this eventually. Just because <laughs> <he's whiskey. laughs> Yeah, you're wrong. No, fine. I always buy him. I always, I always take him. He's my idol. I always take him. tease
5: Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? Smile on your face. Doug <laughs> D- 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 <laughs> makes
3: a good breakfast at, like five a.m. in the morning
5: on Sunday at the raffle. Red Bulls and vodka. <laughs> 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 since since we're picking, my pick as Michael Wist. If we're picking Ooh, from Saskatchewan, stallion. Yeah, I really think he is. He is so close, it's bound to happen. <laughs> he's such a uh,
3: yeah. He's just when it comes to that. Stallion.
1: Oh well, Gally, Gally, you're in.
3: Gally, you're in. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I know Mitch has some talk, but uh, I think Adam has something he wants to bring up.
1: Yeah, well, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I was gonna bring this up for the fiftieth podcast, but I think uh, I don't know. I, I think this could be a good one just so, with a nice group of uh, people here. I was gonna do like the big fiftieth podcast awards, so. Basically, just like you know, past guests and, and some of the topics that we discussed and all that stuff. But I want to get your kind of you yeah. know, your guests on it here. And uh, unfortunately, I gotta wait for Dex to come back because uh, he's uh, for a pee right
5: now, <laughs>
1: just keeping the seat so warm. So, uh, up, any other questions coming
5: in? Uh, no, not really. Everything's uh, I saw
1: JB put one out there for uh, oh, wow, I, I, I think he was asking something to the effect of uh, why, why we think. You know, Regina's score is so so big, or why the percent perception of the scoring is so big. For sure, it's All right, John. Size <of your> stick. <laughs> Uh
3: stick.
5: <thank
3: you. laughs> um, I, I honestly think it's just because, like we talked about it before, I think we re- uh, related to it a little bit. Um, was sure number of people that are qualified bowlers, mm-hmm. right? So, um, I think that's a huge thing. Yeah. With a lot of people, good good bowlers and all that.
5: Obviously, like they've instituted the black bases. I think they really take care. Their conditioning of the lanes is uniform across every single lane, too, right? They use a machine yeah. machine to oil. So, going from set to set, you don't see a big difference between the shots. So it, it's a lot more consistent. That's a lot I think has to deal with their uh, their improved scoring for yeah. sure. They're, pr- they're pretty, uh, Donnie's done, done, done a <laughs> good job, yeah. I mean so I think that like the maintenance people do is underrated, like you look at the centers that are well known for high scoring, like Sherwood's big, El Myers big, obviously people like Goulet's averaging like 3,000 there somehow. <laughs>
3: I heard approaches are heavy though. That's down yeah, like, but it's, Fuck you off. look at
5: for <laughs> <providers. laughs> <laughs>
3: You look at proprietors that are, like, very
5: knowledgeable of the machines and, like, of the mechanics. Yes. Like, how Jeff Young talked about the pins and, like, you can do things to kind of change it around. It's just, like, the amount of care in the center is, like, goes a long way. And, like, we're talking about people that are going to win this. And all those people are, like, involved in the center directly. Mm -hmm. So they're the people that, like, want to see the center do well, like, look clean, be nice. Like, ride there. Yeah, for sure. And I think that goes like really far with the maintenance. I think that's really undervalued. Centers like that, like obviously oh, yeah. the Y's in the Zoom Wall, the TPC, like people come out. And like, the center's great. The scoring's really well. Like if I can play well there, that says a lot. That's all.
4: That's all,
3: that's all Dex. Dex does a great job
4: there. Um, right before you do your fiftieth podcast yeah. uh, questions, Adam, we gotta since we're at Regina. What is your favorite part about the tournament? Maybe it's the broken rack. Maybe it's the food that they maybe supply at the uh the lanes, maybe uh, maybe it's the sock bowling. What what is your favorite part about Regina? Derek, we'll start with you. Uh, for sure just the
5: atmosphere. Like this used to be like the big one. Obviously TPC's like made up a lot of ground since the transition from Collingwood, but like when you make the cut here and there's like so many people here watching, like it's so different. Like, you know who's bought you in Calcutta, because there's, like okay, there's, like, eight people behind it. <laughs> yeah. I've made a couple deep runs in the past, and yeah. you know, like, all yeah. five people. 5-pin yeah. universe doesn't condone any <laughs> any, <laughs> any, <laughs> any <laughs> on <sports. laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're moving on.
4: Then,
5: you know, people are saying, like, turn around on shots and stuff like that. You know, it gets you fired up, too. You know, it's just it's just a crazy atmosphere like everybody's always in such good spirits here the staff are so friendly it's yeah. just a good time it's so much fun being here okay dimmy
3: um yeah so we talk about this all the time um honestly i don't know <laughs> i i I, I, uh, I, uh, I yeah i you know what it's probably the people i enjoy seeing a lot of people uh, enjoy the broken rack coming up afterwards on Sunday, and somebody buying me food or drinks afterwards when they win. When they win, not me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, you know what? It's it's and again maybe because we're not doing anything working wise on it, it's a little bit of a vacation for me. Um, bowling has to be a little bit better for me. So, yeah. Adam.
1: Uh, for for me, it's, it, there's there's two big things. I, I know uh, every time I come here, it just feels like it. it, it they they want to make it feel like it's like. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, the, the staff's always super courteous, and uh, the, the atmosphere is just absolutely incredible. Um, and one thing I, I remember Derek, or not Derek, uh, Kerry mentioned on one of our previous podcasts oh. as well, is it, it, it's one of those tournaments where I think we, since we travel, right, since, since we actually travel, right, oh. you come to this type of event, and all of a sudden, uh, everybody just they intermingle a little bit more. So I think the, the friendships and, and all that stuff kind of blossom with this one. And quite honestly, so you know what this cut's going to be, and if you can make this cut,
4: you know you've done well. John, what are you looking most forward to about maybe this tournament? And I'm not just talking about the scoring maybe, maybe it has to do with all the stories you maybe heard.
2: Um, I guess the thing I'm most looking forward to is, I uh, think a couple of guys mentioned here, it's just, it's just it's different. It's, it's a different event than the, uh, than the other ones. I mean, got to experience TPC for the first time, and that was just, you know, that much different than playing out Ontario. Um, and uh, to hear that this one just, you know, it's a different atmosphere. It's a little bit bigger, a little bit, uh, you know, more camaraderie. It's, it's exciting to see and I'm looking forward to it. It'll be cool.
4: interesting to hear your thoughts maybe uh, in the comparison when you're done this one, maybe to Back Home or TPC, the Club Tour or mm-hmm. TPC. Um, Adam, go ahead with your uh, questions. All right.
1: So uh, now Dex is back. Took him a while. I <laughs> kept your uh, seat warm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hi, Derek. Five minutes of fame there, brother. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never see <laughs> me on this ever again. Good. Nice. Yeah, you screwed up. That's
1: okay. All right, so, uh, yeah, so we're going to do like the, the 50th podcast, uh, which was supposed to be in Regina. Had some technical difficulties a few weeks ago, so we, we got delayed a week. Uh, but uh, I wanted to kind of go through a couple of categories and kind of get everybody's take on, at least those who actually listen to this podcast. Um, so certain things like, uh, who's your uh, vote for the best guest that we've had on podcast?
3: I'm going around to Kerry, to talk about this too? Sure. Okay. Alright, go around the room. Um, I'll go first. You're in the middle. Sorry. <laughs> You're not around at all. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, this questions aren't for you. Okay. At all. <laughs> I, I actually... I'm torn, okay? As a... Uh, bowling-wise... I thought Brian Wilton spoke really well and he was great on podcasts. Um, but like a nerdy bowling proprietor side, I thought Jeff England was awesome. Or Jeff Young. They were really good with their insights on, on different parts of the aspect of the game. Uh,
0: I definitely agree with all those. And I want to add to Mitch. Uh, no. There's a reason why Mitch has been on multiple times. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs>
5: <laughs> his, his Patreon. Um,
0: he just... Speaks surprisingly well, uh, and as you can see today, so uh, he he knows the game. He's super passionate about the game, knowledgeable about the game, and uh, yeah, he he speaks surprisingly well. So uh, I'm gonna say Mitch.
5: I'm not gonna duplicate any names, but uh, this is one that nobody will ever hear. But Shane Chake was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> no, he,
3: no, I don't know
5: who Shane is. <laughs> <laughs> was he on
1: the
3: podcast?
5: Uh, not apparently
1: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's go to the next one. Uh, most times, ducking the
4: podcast.
3: Shane, Shane,
1: change.
4: Followed closely
3: by Jeff Baker. Jeff Baker. That, Jeff that Baker. took forever to get her on.
4: Yeah. yeah. Gotta go with the worst podcast i ever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just
5: just so people know, Jen Baker's is still the most listened to podcast that we have.
4: So. Oh, wow. She She's doing 12 times, eh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> repeat, repeat. It's, it's <laughs> time for the money. You
5: know, uh, <laughs> more drives the uh,
4: yeah,
3: and no, <laughs> uh, honestly, uh, Shane, Shane's been a jerk. Uh, yeah. He actually called me at work on Monday and uh, he said, yeah, screw you guys. So <laughs> it was a great time. <laughs>
1: Sorry, and to throw one <laughs> my one of my other names on the best guest side, and uh, probably one of the the, the ones that we listening to the most of all well is Tracy Smith. Oh, Tracy, absolutely, yeah, uh, awesome. absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Um Most informative guest. Who did we learn the most of?
3: Uh, well, it's it's either one of the Jeffs, I think. Right, I think either yeah. England or Young. Right, yeah. uh, we had 49 podcasts. Okay. Uh, Let's <laughs> go. Step it up. I, I I think honestly I I can you listen to water. Jeff I can listen yeah. to Jeff England all day about bowling I can't and business of bowling and how things work. Um, I I know we, we were talking in the other room when we came in or on the flight. Uh, Adam was thoroughly impressed with Jeff and how, how smart he is and how brilliant he is with stuff. So yeah, I hadn't um,
1: hadn't spoken with him very you know, often before that, and uh, I, I came away from that podcast yeah. and my mind was absolutely blown. Was some of the things that number one nebs and then yeah. like what his Tom into that? Down. Um, just some of the, uh, the computer side of yeah. it, and it just absolutely blown away. Uh, J- yeah, Jeff Beyond involved, yeah,
0: it's uh, incredible. Yeah, those two for sure, without question.
1: Uh, our drunkest guest,
0: oh, Bobby Kite. <laughs> 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 but but Bo- Bobby got so nervous for this podcast, he's he uh, he pounded seven beers before he got on within like. A half, half hour. hour. <laughs> so not only was he the, the drunkest guest we've had, he was also the gassiest.
3: Thanks
0: for watching the last time, Bobby. He was good though. It he was, was great, yeah. 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 <laughs> great looking guy too. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's uh, a, a he's a solid eight and a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: the podcast guest that we had kind of the most fangirl moments on. Oh, Bruce. Guy. Bruce, yeah. <laughs> Bruce Definitely Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. yeah. Just, hard, you know, hard not live, to. Live in the past. Yeah. That guy,
0: right? so, <laughs> no, well, not in the past. I, I swear to God, if that guy picked up a ball and started throwing oh, it again, know, like
1: forties,
5: no. like oh, our memories. Uh, oh yeah. 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 But like, yeah, no, that guy. He picked yeah. it up at a yeah. yeah. Thank God he lives in Central now.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll know where <laughs> he'll, <laughs> know, he'll yeah. know where all can
0: see see. Yeah. <laughs> He actually gets all his mail sent to my condo, so you're all set.
1: The most embarrassing moment.
0: Oh, um, the time that I Tim said that he gets all his energy down to his <laughs> elbows. Yeah,
1: that was re- good. releases the
0: energy. But t- today he did say that he breathes through his elbows. <laughs> <Mucky laughs> Might
4: be the new, uh, <laughs> <motion>. <laughs> Yeah, anything I say. How about the time you call it my ex-girlfriend on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs>
5: It, so may, it may also be the last live broadcast as we had a special guest pop out of nowhere with some derogatory terms. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the lighting wasn't that great that day. I <laughs> sent him to the wrong room. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: most controversial topic? Oh, t- uh uh Tim's balls. <laughs> To, yeah. For the
0: WCBT
3: Finals. Definitely yeah, Tim's balls. I still have a problem with it. He never weighed anybody else's. <laughs> no, and and you know what? He didn't no, he didn't weigh yours. You did weigh mine. So you weighed yours. No, he
0: weighed mine. He, he weighed yours before we even got there. Was you were like you threw a hissy fit at work, you stormed over, you weighed your bowling balls because <laughs> you were being a little bitch about it. It's absolute garbage.
3: Oh, actually that and uh I think there was one we talked about women in bowling like that. Women in bowling, I think, something like that. Uh,
1: yeah, there was one earlier. And it, it wasn't women in bowling. There, there was some women playing
3: cashier. Playing no, cashier.
0: No, 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 no. No, no. We we, we, we were talking no. about um like Amor the by. trans transgender transfluid yes. um mm-hmm. right. That, I'm, that,
3: I'm just glad we yeah, we, we sure. stopped talking about that stuff. We
0: no, oh, but about unfortunately, I, I just
3: work. I don't know enough about it to to, yeah. to offer. Yeah. You
0: know, oh, oh, and don't forget about shields.
1: No, we, can, we can't shields. talk
0: about shields.
1: Yeah. We had to edit because
3: Tim got mad.
1: <laughs> so everything revolves
3: around Tim.
5: Yeah, pretty it? well.
3: Okay. Yeah, I'm like I'm like Don Cherry. You people, I tell you.
5: <laughs> there there was definitely a moment. It was women in bowling and the uh, yeah the cash tournament yes. side of it. Yes, I remember that because I I think uh I think
3: this lovely guy just threw it on us and uh, didn't talk to us beforehand. <laughs> so I. It just kind hey. of blew up. Hey, But that's
5: what this podcast is about. It's all what we're doing.
3: Actually, you know, honestly, it was, you know, it was Amber. And uh, we love Amber more than Mitch. So. It, was a, it was a good topic. He's a fear-fired Was there any like, be controversial, controversial Yeah, Yeah,
1: movies? yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, the about Shields, right? for sure. The Shields was the biggest one. The Shields part was What about I don't know how controversial that was. Yeah, I The Shields. I don't get in carry yet. Yeah. Kerry Kerry was definitely involved in that. He
5: had some pretty uh, opinionated discussions on that, like lean pins. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, if you listen to the podcast, I have a distinguished um, opinion on the corner pin. It has to be that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But. Oh, there's things in the works, so.
5: Yeah. All right. Last one I had.
1: uh, (laughs) Who's the most disappointing guest? Uh.
0: Greg DeGrazia oh, without question. Thousand this thousand guy, this guy yeah. harassed us. He verbally assaulted us yeah, <laughs> at a national <laughs> event. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> he assaulted us, throwing multiple podcast <laughs> guests ahead of him under the bus saying, how could you have so-and-so <laughs> on this podcast before that's me? Your <laughs> that's that's what do. Do. And so yeah. we have Greg DeGrazia on the podcast, and the guy says four words. The entire time <laughs> and all of those words were the special guest questions. So yes,
1: he's forced into
3: him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm lot more personality than Greg. So, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hit him all <always> down, eh? <laughs> Look at that viewer cap go
5: up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Speaking
1: of special guest questions? We should ask Jonathan. Yep. Yeah, absolutely.
5: Yeah, Carry sure.
1: your in. Special guest questions.
5: Who is your mentor? Who is your mentor
2: growing up? Um. Not really had any. I mean the area I came in through uh wasn't really much helping the youth uh youth bowlers. Um I got kinda lucky I, I got thrown into a, a pro league at Nebs uh just by being there. My my brother had signed up and someone quit on his team. Um and Ian McLean had helped me work on a couple of things, really fine tuned my game a little bit. Uh so that was really helpful. Um,
5: I guess you be the closest thing to a mentor like that. I've had, that I've. Must have a slow closing at home. <laughs> no, nope, for sure. Uh, so, what's your favorite tournament?
2: Um, I definitely don't have as much experience with all these tournaments as you guys do. Uh, cool. Club wow. tours are always there always a good time uh, wow. in Ontario. Amazing. Um, wow. but so far, I mean, oh, there's been nothing, nothing close to T V C. Like it's, it was just that much, that much more uh, camaraderie. Uh, you look at every lane, and, and there's at least one, two guys who have 850 plus for the last. Three
5: and it's just it pushes you to be just that much better, yeah, for sure. Um, so do you have a favorite match or uh, the toughest match you've ever played? Oh, toughest match I've ever played
2: was Goulet at Elmira, where he goes headpin 21 in a row, headpin. Uh-huh. I threw 606 six for two and lost by 200. After about the 16th or 17th one, all he had to say was, Well, you know how it goes sometimes. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Every time I see him in that building, I get a little bit of PTSD.
1: <laughs> that might be the best answer i had to oh. Yes, that is it's very fair. It's not even close. <laughs> no. Wow. Like your scores. <laughs> well, well, you know how it goes sometimes. <laughs>
5: um, so, um, from what 5Pin Universe is doing, the WCVT, um, what else do you see that could be improved in the sport? Um... Definitely, just find a way to
2: get like the uh, the younger generation to have that passion that uh, a lot of the guys in this room have. Um, you know, maybe at least from what I see in the YBC is around around where I'm from, they just kind of go and socialize, and, and that's it. Um, there's no real aspiration to just you know to be great at the sport, um, and to get that kind of that kind of motivation. to some of the youth would be kind of kind of fun to see. Uh, just have people coming out. In their free time, you know, after school, after whatever, going to throw a few games of practice, just trying to be that a little bit better. Uh, so when it comes to the next tournament, you know, they're competitive. Or when they get to that, you know, 16, 17, 18, they want to start playing the cash tournaments and you know get to see some of these guys and all the hard work they put in.
5: Yeah, Sure. Um, I know Adam added this question to the special guest the uh, last few podcasts. Um, if you were to pick anybody in the history of five pin bowling, now, current, or in the past. Who would it be to play against?
2: Um, uh, I think I'd love to play Fraser Hamley in his prime.
5: That is a very solid answer. <laughs> Common theme. For
1: yeah.
5: Ontario, especially, right? Makes, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Definitely one of the greats in the sport. Um, yeah, exactly. That's a that's a great pick. You guys have any more questions?
3: Well, did you want to bring up a Patreon? Stuff?
5: Uh yeah, we'll we'll just talk about it a little bit. So um if people don't know the listeners, um obviously to run this podcast costs a little bit of money to upload to the SoundCloud so you guys can hear this every week. And there is some cost associated with us being able to do it from so many different locations. Um so if you're willing to, um there is a low-tier fee of two dollars a month if you want to help support it at patreon.com five pin universe. Or any other way you want to help out by maybe purchasing shirts we have on teespring.com. You can find that at fivepinuniverse.ca. Um, or any suggestions that you have to help us out with costs that uh, we're not thinking of.
0: Yeah, and so yeah. D- just just to be completely honest with everybody, uh, the podcast is currently running in a deficit, um, and like that's it, it's not a major deficit, but all that all that funds is coming out of Carrie's pocket at the moment. Um, and we're not looking to make money off of this at all. Um, the whole sole purpose of doing this was um, to create media and, and a bigger awareness and a sense of camaraderie around the country um, and, and maybe just get thoughts from people from around the country um, on, on different topics and, and just further the thought process of the game. Um, and, and At the same time, the other side of it was too, is we were hoping to at some point generate funds to Get uh, production to do like um, all sorts of different like training videos and and different ideas on like pin splashes and bowling balls and and just just the the technical side of the game and we want to do videos and stuff like that too but all that creates all that requires funds Um, and currently we are running in a deficit and uh, we love doing this but running in a deficit doesn't doesn't make much sense. Um, and especially for Carrie, who's fronting up all these funds. Um, so the podcast, um, does have the Patreon. There is a low cost one. It's $2 a person. I know we have hundreds of listeners out there. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the, the cost of it isn't much for this to run. Um, so any help that you guys can do to help the, help the
3: cost and, and eliminate the deficit. Um, Is honestly greatly appreciated. So, Carrie, how many people approximately do we have each week listen, like on average?
5: Um, on average, within the week, it's over two hundred listeners, um, but some there's some stragglers that listen to podcasts.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Right. Um, so,
3: I, I guess at the beginning, us four never thought of even two hundred people to listen to us garble, right? right? We thought this would last like a week and a half. So, so oh, for only two dollars. A month, guys. Two dollars a month. Sound like World Vision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, you, you can you can roll this into a Let's great podcast. Little child. Just you know, on Facebook account, right? you yeah. can use your. Yeah, account.
5: and and that's one thing, <laughs> people. If um you decide to subscribe to the Patreon account, it comes directly to your email. You don't have to wait for it to pop on Facebook. Um, and we are looking at maybe we will be just doing a preview on Facebook in the future. Um, we're hoping it doesn't come to that. But if it does, it'll be like a 10 minute, 10 minute segment and the rest of the podcast will be through Patreon only. Um, but like I said, if if we do get our subscribers and things get out of the deficit, that definitely won't be the option. But it is something we're definitely looking at. Um, but we just want to thank everybody for listening. Um,
3: thank you, Doug. Yeah.
5: Being a part of the live, being a part of the live uh, podcast, our second one ever, um, I'd like to thank all the people that sat down, had their uh, two cents added to this. There's thank you very much. Kind of this like wouldn't it. be possible without any of you guys either. So thank you guys. Yeah,
0: thank you very much, everybody. Looking forward to seeing everybody this weekend.